0: Hello, what have we here?
1: Can you speak, Bob G? Of course I can, sir. It's like a second language to me. I'm a Alright, shut up. I'll take this. Shut <laughs> up, sir.
2: Pokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good blaster, Chrysiarchy. Your
1: You're listening to Havoc Radio.
3: X-Wing 2.0 and beyond.
4: number episode of black havoc second edition this is havoc radio so we're getting together again it's been a very exciting time because there's been quite a lot of tournaments happening in-person tournaments that is although luke you've also been doing online tournaments i have so yeah it seems like x-wing is very much back on the agenda however we have just had some uh Coronavirus related restrictions come back in force today. We'll see how that goes, but fingers crossed, that's very short lived. But let's start talking through some of the bigger ones that we've been to. um Can we
1: do some introductions first?
4: well yeah, we should do some
5: introductions. Mr. Host, sir. Yep.
3: <laughs> so obviously, Jesus me...
5: Christ, amateur
3: Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll cut it the hell out. Don't worry about
5: it. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it in.
1: Shame him.
4: I'm here. As you know.
1: yeah, Luke, I'm here.
2: Ryan, Ryan's here as well.
1: Perfect. Will's here.
5: I'm always here.
3: And Gus is here. And yeah, you haven't heard me since I think the very first episode, but I've come in yeah. to offer absolutely nothing. But, hey, uh, Gus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a chat. It's good. I yeah. you keep
5: put them on Tuesdays, man, and you're like actually X-winging on Tuesdays. Yeah, but that's the, the thing.
3: Yeah. A lot of the time, yeah, for sure. Although I have to say I've forsaken the Banthers of late. Uh, But they don't really seem to need my help much these days. The numbers are going very well down in Fitzroy. So that's really good. Yeah, that is
4: fantastic. That is quite good that, yeah, kickstart that community again. And they're well off and running.
0: Mm. Speaking
4: of which, the first event that we'll talk about was actually one that was run by them. Mm -hmm. Um, So Lockie, who most people here in Melbourne would know in the X Wing community, through an event. Called "Never Tell Me the Odds" at Maze of Fitzroy, and it was awesome. Like it was the first big event that we'd had in eighteen months, something like that. Absolutely.
1: Look, we will temper that. That's Melbourne Beak, so there was twenty-seven people. So not, (laughs) but
4: like, yeah, more than twenty people. Yeah, so twenty-seven people, and man, it was an awesome day. So, yeah, it was pretty much just a straight Swiss event. We didn't do a cut or anything, but it was five rounds. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, big turnout from all over the place. We had people from Geelong, people from all over Melbourne. Um, so, yeah, it was a pretty good event. And very strong, like, competition, I would say. Like, the level of competition seemed quite high to me. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah... Who wants to go first on how they went?
2: Well, I think we should let the, uh, the winner start off.
1: Yeah, reckon. <laughs> Let's commence the brag cast. William, take it away. Drop <laughs> <clears throat> in. So the scrubs.
5: <laughs> it was me and then 27 losers. No. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I managed to luck my way through that one a little bit.
3: And 5-0 um, yeah. five, five and o takes a certain amount of luck, though. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's a bit more than luck, I would suggest. Yeah. Practice, practice, practice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah no.
4: Can I give my take on how Will went, right? Because his first game, he went
2: 200-0, right? <laughs> do, we, do we talk about that one, Will, or not?
5: That one. You can if you want. I crushed a 10-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> a disturbingly
3: talented 10-year-old. Yes. So
5: yes. That a 10-year-old that I'm pretty sure has beaten a couple of people on this car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um,
4: and then second round, he went 200-0 again. Mm-hmm. So in a very strong position, max MOV. And yep. then third round, I yeah. got paired against him. <laughs> He did go on to defeat me as well. Spoiler, going 5-0, and oh, he had to. But um, yeah, no, our game was actually pretty close in the
5: end. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was, that was one of the tighter games. 3 and 4 were my two tightest games for the day. Um, did you want to break down what you were flying? Uh, yeah, sure. So I was running the triple fire sprays list, um, which I think I've spoken about on the show a couple of times. Uh, so it was the exact same loadout. Uh, were we playing hyperspace? No, we were extended, weren't we? For yeah, for yes that. indeed. So I just artificially handicapped myself and flew hyperspace, and then <laughs> crushed everyone. And no, um, and so it's three fire sprays, just the generics. Uh, Zam on one, thermal detonators on two, and dead man switch on the ones with thermal detonators. And the idea is, it is thirty hull. With three red dice front and back, two green dice, a bunch of bombs for board control, and Zam for shenanigans. Uh, and then when you eventually kill me, I hurt you. <laughs> so yeah, it just sort of, sort of a death by a thousand cuts kind of list, I guess is probably the best way to sum it up. With a little bit of bully capability and that sort of business.
3: An um, intimidating block to uh, shape up against, I have to say.
5: Yeah, yeah, it it's one of those weird ones that were I think. It, it, it it gets a little bit overrated in some regards. Like, there's many lists out there that joust better than it. There's quite a few lists out there that have the same amount of hull or more. Like, Ben, your list has got, like, six or seven more hull than mine. Some that. yeah. Um, it doesn't have a huge amount of mod sharing or anything like that. Like, um, but what it does do is very good board control. Uh, and the 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 dial for the for the um fire spray is is pretty good. It's not the best dial in the world, but for a medium base ship, it's pretty good. It doesn't like doing red maneuvers. It doesn't have too many wa- uh, blues to get out of it. Um, but no, it's it's a good list, and I've flown it quite a lot. So, well, the thing is, every time I
4: set up against it. Like, as I'm setting up, I'm always like, you know, what he's going to try to do is run past me and hit me with all those bombs. So what I'll do is not chase him so that I don't get hit by them. And then every time I get hit by at least 11, like I'm rolling 11 dice, I think is the (laughs) least number of dice I've had to roll in a turn against those bombs, that turn that you drop them all. It's Mm -hmm. just ridiculous. I don't know why I do that to myself every time, but every time.
5: <laughs> it's because, and this isn't specific to you, but it's because I'm familiar enough with the list that I'm, and I'm familiar enough with a lot of the lists that I come up against, specifically with that list, that I know how to modify my play style for both the opponent and the list to try and basically get the engages on my terms. And then similar. I... Then, yeah, exactly. That's what's the biggest difference, which is where when I run into a list where I don't know it very well, I sometimes give up that advantage, not because, like, well, obviously unintentionally, but um, it's harder to dictate that engagement and the, the terms of the game. And when that goes sideways for that list, um, it tends to fall apart. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Um,
5: yeah, so, uh, like, uh, I played down in Geelong a while back, just a little one-dayer, and I went, same list, and I think I was, like, second last. And the dice just wrecked me that tournament. But also, like, round three or four or whatever it was, playing a mate of mine, Danny, who's reasonably new to the game who's a bit of a smart-ass, and at the start of the game, he's just like, how do I beat you? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, do these things. And he's like, all right. And he did them. And he's like, oh, wow, that really works. And I'm like,
0: yeah. <laughs> if, you,
5: if you do those things, you can beat this list. And he's just like, oh. And he's running A-wings, who are reasonably flat, fragile in theory. But they've got good positioning, and that's all, that, that's all that's needed with that list. It's good positioning, knowing where and how to engage against
0: it, and it gets pulled apart. Yeah. But you know, words, things. Well, so
4: Will, he came first. Mm-hmm. I wonder if mm-hmm. someone on this podcast came second.
1: Ooh. Who is this Luke Thompson guy, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was me. I did it. I came second. Um, so, uh, yes, I, we also had a so it was a pretty strong day for Black Havoc, first and second. Um, king of the and, losers. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. it as long as I'm king of something, right? Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so that was so I, was, I had a fun one. So this I put together a I just bought the scum pack um, list, which was uh, Bosk with Cutthroat Zam and Greedo. So just a Bosk with grip, Zam, so good. So many free target locks. So much nonsense. Um, Gamut Key. Uh, so the new Hawk with Protectorate Gleb and moldy Crow. So he could coordinate Bosk uh, reinforces. He could. Um, you know reinforce the turn before and then help him hold it into the next turn so just all-around utility and carrying focus tokens into combat with his three dice gun great great piece that one and then two black sun ace so the Kirax fighters the i3 with cutthroat and false transponder codes so that's basically just i jam things and if stuff dies i keep jamming things um, so just a bit of a mixed obnoxious scum list that hits pretty hard and um, shuts down some some things really, really well and other things not so well. But yeah, that was a really good day. Yeah,
4: Bosk has sort of come around a bit again now. I'm seeing it like all over the place. I think relatively cheap, can hit pretty big, and the just the size, the big base, being able to
5: sort of block up a lane.
0: Mm.
5: I've got some friends who have yeah. been running him a lot recently and talking about him in, like, a chat that I'm in with them. um, Talking about the theory and the reality behind him. And their theory is he's come back into play largely because of Zam. Because he's got a really, really bad... like, Yeah, pretty bad dial. He really can't turn around. Like, he doesn't have any kind of K-turn or anything like that. And so... What they were saying is in the past when they've flown him, they've found that once he's past that initial engage, he often gets kind of pulled out of the game because he doesn't get a chance to come around, even though he's got that 50% arc thing. Clever players are able to stay out of his, you know what I mean? So he probably, you know, if, you do, if you're playing 10, 10 engages through a game, he only gets to really punch it's through like fun. four of them, three or four yeah. of them. And like yeah, he hits like a truck, but you've really got limited chances. And so if you're if they position well on the turn that you're coming through, if the dice are weak or hot either direction, um, well, you know, I mean the stars don't align, he really doesn't get to do much through a game. But now that you've got Zam and you've got that chance for that double tap action, um yeah. and the mod fixing up until that point, all of a sudden he goes from like four engages to like six. And that's where he starts to really shine. And the, it's not that much of an investment.
4: Yeah, the interesting thing about the turnaround as well is only the three hards are white. You know, like, if you're trying to do something else, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Like, it's it's definitely been effective because we've mm-hmm. seen it in quite a few of these tournaments do well now. But I think Zam does make it, like, even, not even just the double tap, but the one where you get the
0: target lock. hmm you know? yep. There's yep, extra I th- mods. I think people over,
5: um, over worry about, over invest, over—I don't know what you'd call it—but they worry too much about the double tap and they forget about the mod fixing. And the mod fixing is the most important part, and yep. it's also the the easiest part for you to control as the active player, because you basically. One of two things is happening in that scenario if you assign that card. You're being shot at, and you get to generate a charge, and you get to take a target lock. And generally speaking, if they're shooting you, you wait, this is a pretty loose anecdotal, but if they're shooting you, you probably get to shoot back. Um, In a lot of cases, anyway. Yep. Which is great. And if they're not shooting you because you've got a Zam token, then they're not shooting at you. Which is great. So either way, you're winning in that scenario. Doesn't matter what kind of goes on there. You're you're coming out ahead. Um, and sure, you miss out on generating those things and potentially getting a double tap. But I can count on. I've played. I don't know how many games I've played with Zam now, and I can count on one t- one hand how many times the double tap has really been pivotal. Pivotal. Hey, pivotal in a row <laughs> in a game. It's generally speaking having that consistency multiple turns in a row that gets you over the line as opposed to having that one turn where you swing big and wipe yeah. something.
1: Yeah. It's also big, particularly for Bosk, because he just, he bumps a lot, so he just never gets actions. Mm. Um, And having the Zam to get the revenge shot with, uh, with the target lock makes a difference, particularly because target lock, more likely to roll crits, so that's good for his ability as well.
4: Mm-hmm. And yeah. the other thing as well is seeing the Hawks come back on the table with the coordinate and stuff like that, you know, like... Mm exactly what you're saying with that bump you can still get some actions because you're coordinating through there so yeah it's been interesting seeing that stuff come out since the squadron packs have been released because there's been quite a few things that have sort of come back um you know we've seen some stuff in rebels for example some of the lists that are coming together with what i mean what are we up to Fairship rebels four? Five, uh, yes. you know?
2: yeah, yeah,
4: <laughs> but you've just got four sort of jousting block ships, yeah. So, no, it's been interesting.
2: Um, I'm gonna go back to that Zam topic just for a quick second. What are, th- what are people's thoughts on Zam on Dengar
4: It's good for exactly the same reason,
1: yep. yeah. yeah, and it also double discourages people to shoot at him because it means he gets a mod when he's got his revenge shot,
2: exactly. And uh, then, yeah. so can can Dengar potentially shoot three times? No, no, no still only twice. One that's bonus a rule. Action. One okay. bonus attack. One yeah. bonus attack. Okay.
1: Yeah. So the cool. only problem with that is to keep the crew slot, you can't put the title on. So you've got yeah. to rely on proton torpedoes and
2: cannons yeah, yeah. and stuff.
1: Not the end of the world, but um, that's that's yeah. the only thing with that particular build. Gotcha. It's still very strong.
2: Yes. Sorry.
1: Thank you. That's all right. Um. So we, should we move on to our next um? podcast member to have a pretty strong showing
4: well i came seventh so that was pretty good um and i was flying my usual warthog and three arcs um yeah i still really like the arcs but i've decided i'm going to uh probably stop flying them so much in future because i've learned them a lot so but yeah no i went three and two i was the second three and two player.
1: So that was pretty good. Very nice. And uh, speaking of three and twos. Yeah, fair yep. enough. Well, <clears throat> if we're going in placement order.
3: <laughs> uh, so I pulled out uh, with the 10th slot. Uh, never tell me the odds. It was really awesome. Um, that being said, As someone who is not particularly mm, as well versed in other factions in the game, I tend to just favour heavily rebels and I've started experimenting a little bit into resistance. I um, have had a sense of resentment towards extended format, I suppose. Uh, It's it's sort of created a bit of an existential crisis for me because I've sort of been like, okay, I can get my head around the limited choices in hyperspace. I like working in limited confines. And there's just a lot of deep water out there and extended in terms of my perspective and my understanding of what other factions can pull out. Um, So this being the first extended tournament that I'd been in for quite some time, I uh, was a little bit sulky and went to the internet and got myself a net list. And I was like, I need a nice, simple net list that'll just sort of, you know, um, that seems to have performed well. And maybe I can get my head around it and, you know, put in a good showing. Turns out I found it. Uh, Finn's (laughs) Friends is the archetype uh, that is Rose Tico in the Rebel uh, Resistance Transport pod and four uh, T-70s with BB units on them, and that's it. Um, And it plays to my strengths. I really like uh, beef lists. I really like jousting lists. It's simple. It's effective. And uh, the added maneuverability of having the BB units on those T-70s and the fact that T-70s are just... T 65s but better in every way um made for a really fun list uh, that had some tricks up its sleeve and had a number of really good really good games um first up i was against ryan who took me apart quite effectively um <laughs> thank, thank you ryan it was it's always a good learning experience <laughs> sorry man <laughs> oh it's absolutely fine um and then yeah so it started the day with a couple of losses but then finished with uh three victories which is always immensely gratifying um and yeah it was a Really good event. Really nice to be back playing big again for, for Melbourne. Uh, X-Wing tournaments in person again with other people and really great that everyone comes out of the woodwork when you have these big events as well because, you know, the community's out there. But uh, unless you're a part of a crew with a regular game night, I guess you don't really see them that much. So these big events are always a good sort of pulse check, I guess, of, of where the interest in X-Wing is in any given community. Yep.
4: Um, anyway. That event, well... We're seeing a lot more community-run events without OP support, you know, because mm. there just hasn't been any, you know, that they're not doing it. FFG, AMG, you know, they're not making any new kits or anything. So it's on us to create events and run them. So, yeah, this was a good one. I think it's, really it's good great that it happens.
2: Oh, I think sorry, it's great. Man. No, that's all. I think it's great that the community can do something like that as well, even though they're just third-party tokens or just you know, extra leftovers from whatever we've sourced from whenever and wherever. And we still, I think we'd love the game enough to be just like, I've got 10 million copies of these cards, but I don't care, I want to go play anyway. I think yep. that's great, yeah. Like at the at the Never Tell Me The Odds, there was no prizes I really wanted. I didn't really care for the prizes. I just wanted to play X-Wing in five rounds. Yep. So, have a good day out. And have a great time, yeah, that's right. Um that's great day. I suppose I'll lead into... Th-
5: uh, I love the prices. that never tell me the odds. I went the other way. Yeah, well, that's fair enough, man. <laughs> Come, coming first, I mean, you get top. You could not. choose. Yeah, yeah. you can
2: choose. Yeah, um, and I. I, I think up. I picked
5: one of like the least sort of coveted things, but I just personally didn't own any, and I was like, "Oh, I want some nice tiger locks."
2: <laughs> yep, fair. Um, I came eleventh, um, just under Gus, um, as well. Three, three wins, two losses. Um. I was running, so I've been running this list quite a while and I was leading it up to the Store Champs for another tournament that we'll talk about later. So I thought, um, like Will, I'll try a um, Hyperspace list in an extended tournament, why not give it a crack? And so it was Kylo with Hate, the two Special Forces Gunners, um, SFs, and Scorch with Fanatical. yeah, uh, it was just a really fun game. Really, um, came up came up against some really good lists. Um, the two losses were quite bad, but the three wins were quite were quite good. And that's all I can talk about, really. It was just great playing five games, seeing friends that we haven't seen in a while, and playing real life games in like a big tournament. It was good, fantastic. That's all I got for it. <laughs> all
4: right. Anything else we want to talk about? It never tell me the odds.
1: Uh, look, maybe just in terms of lists that I would have looked at and didn't think would go well, and did go very well. Um, I'll give a shout out to my one loss, uh, Ben Brown, who had Major Vermeil with Palpatine and four Tie Fighters, the um, uh, Inferno Squad, Aiden, Gideon, Dell, Sane. Um, again, Tie Fighters—they should be very frail. I feel like, and you know, they're just Tie Fighters, and but that combination. Like it jousts so hard, and it as long as the greens don't totally abandon him, like it's a good list. So he he mm. came fourth,
4: fourth, yeah, yeah. Uh, I four and one.
1: I um, I think Will was his only loss because Will has bombs and back arcs and stuff. But you know he flew it really well, and he absolutely crushed me. Um, so uh, that was, was that was cool the, to see.
5: Was this the six? Um,
1: what's no, it? no, this was this was your last game. This was the uh. The
4: six oh, was yeah. a separate one. High fighters
1: and the Reaper. Yep. So I remember
5: that. Yep. Oh, yeah, he had Inferno Squadron. Yep yep, yep. 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 Yep.
2: So I'm going to shout out to um, really well. It was um, flown by Michael J. Uh, it was you know three dice, three health, four health. Um, but no, holy crap! They that was a horrible game for me, and I didn't I didn't get a very good MOV with that one. So yeah, that was a good list to think about. That's for sure.
4: Yep. Another yeah, one yeah. where stuff from the new packs that are hitting the table, so mm. yeah, pretty good, well, the next event was one I didn't go to, but some of you guys did
3: Geelong really good to uh get out to Geelong, I have to say um we i don't know traditionally do like to travel a little bit when it when the opportunity presents itself, and so when william uh william sorry sorry will uh <laughs> Let us know that there's a community rapidly uh, getting claws out in Geelong uh, and they were starting to run events. Uh, It was really good to have a little day trip out to Geelong and meet some new players and get involved with uh, their tournament out there. And uh, yeah, I tell you what, for a bunch of people who haven't been playing very long, they're frightening.
5: Actually, I've been playing for a while. They, oh, just, just to completely undermine what you've been talking. about. No,
3: fair enough. On they just, the air, they just haven't been on every air. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. yeah, they, they just haven't. They haven't been. Um, there's not been much of a like an organized play mm. community down there. Oh, I see. In more casual pickup game type stuff. Oh with, yeah. Right. With one or two of them traveling for events occasionally, but not like consistently or whatever. Absolutely. They've, they've been playing for a while. They just haven't like. They've just been hiding away in their own little like. Universe
3: Geelong Town. Well, that's been shattered now, and we're starting to see them coming out to our events, and we're heading out there pretty regularly as well. Yeah. That's it. I chat
5: to um their kind of like, I don't know, TO, kind of community leader type dude, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell. Maybe not to them, but <laughs> he's the guy who's the face of Geelong for me, anyway. He's um, in
4: the events on Facebook and stuff.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, um, he was talking some smack the other day because we we're organizing the series and he's like, look, look, I'm happy for you guys to have the best event for this year, but next year it's anyone's <laughs> game. I was like, all right, man, go for it. Like that sounds like a win competing exactly. for the event. Um, so yeah, I think they're I think they're keen to get get things cranking. So that's pretty awesome.
3: I'm really pleased to see. <laughs> um yeah, oh, uh, I went two and two in that match, or in that in that tournament. That was great. Featuring the one time, and I have to mention this: the one time I've been able to beat <laughs> Will's list.
5: It wasn't salty or anything. I was fine. No,
3: no, it was great. It didn't put him on tilt at all. And in fact, you went out to uh, um, no, well, no, no. It was it was quite intimidating, quite good. I was flying Rebel Beef as usual. Uh, Braylon, Ten, uh, Jack, Porkins, and uh, Garvin in the T65s. Um, it's a simple and effective list that does its job quite well. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really remember much of what happened. I I know that I managed to kill things and that was good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was really nice to bring down something that I had been quite intimidated by as a list as well, because the mind game in X-Wing is pretty huge. And, um, if you are, are doubting yourself, doubting your abilities against what you're facing. Um, it can it can be quite a rough ride. And, yeah, so it was nice to see that it is possible to stop something that you consider personally, you know, um, unstoppable. Um, but, yeah, great day, great store, great people. That's my bit. Very nice. So,
1: uh, and can I just say, because Gus is too polite to, he didn't beat Will's list. He crushed it. 250.
5: <laughs> yeah, oh,
1: not sorry, Will. <laughs>
5: no, no, that's fair. It's all good. Um, no,
2: so I, I get I- that. I'll I'll go next because then after Will lost to Gus, I then played Will. And the one thing I'm going to take out of this tournament as well is I managed to finally beat Will's list. Oh! Yeah. (laughs) Um, But in Will's defense, his dice were disgustingly bad. (laughs) Like, I have not seen so many blanks on both red and green dice Mm. for both attacking, defending, and for bombs. Mm. It was rough. That was, a, that was a very... was think very well.
4: as well. Like the one yeah. time you think, oh, I'll get something out of this. Yeah. Yep. And so, so um, it
5: was, yeah. it was, it was like, <laughs> like, like... um, I can't even think of the right word for it, but basically compounded, I guess, is the issue. So I would bomb and I'd get a strain on them or something. I'd get nothing. It's like a blank and a strain. I'm like, oh, well, at least I've got a strain. And then I'd shoot them with like a oh. target lock or something. And it's like, and I would get... One hit to which he would get three green dice and just evade it. I'm like, okay, so I've used this strain, no effect at all. Excellent. It,
2: it was it was great when you managed to strain my Tie Fighters who would be rolling then just the one green dice. But I, you managed to roll one hit, and I managed to either roll a focus Lots or evade to get out of uh, it, it. Just like, yeah, this is pretty rough, man. So um, I literally
5: bent those dice.
2: Yeah. I also went two and two with that game. Um there was a really good list that one of the younger players was playing. Um I can't remember it now. But it was a really good list. I'll look into it a bit later on. Um um yeah, it was a great time. Um managed to get the weekend off work, which was great. Um stayed down there for the weekend. Love playing down at Geelong when I get the chance to. Um mm-hmm. they're a super friendly group down there. Always very happy to see us when we pop our little heads in for tournaments like this. Um, yeah, I think it, Guff's
5: Geelong is the best gaming store open to as far as like setup wise, like table heights, spacing, good, yeah, all that sort of business. The tables
2: are great there. <laughs> I am the not going to lie about are that super one. Good, yeah. yeah, so um, yeah. yeah, super. Free. If if any Melbourne players are listening and they get the chance to go down to the Geelong ones, I pl- I just I urge you to do it. They're great guys. And they're very accommodating. That's me yeah. done for this tournament as well. Oh, also, I was flying the same as always.
0: So, yeah,
5: done. <laughs> Kylo, SFs. Scorch. Named dude of some kind. Yep. wholesome.
1: Perfect. Very good. All right. And I went down there as well. Um, and I got a, what is apparently becoming predictable second place. That's pretty <laughs> chuffed with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but- <laughs> I uh, changed it up though. I got a, uh, so I brought uh dash, so dash trickshot, Bistan perceptive copilot. So the double tapping dash along with Jake with prockets and just wedge, wedge with the S foils, um, which is, mm, I don't think I've played dash since like 1.0, um, but he's so much fun. He's uh, like 1.0 was, he was, he was too easy. He was just, just nonsense. But uh, with the, you know, you have to rotate the arc and he, Barrel rolls are stressful, so you really want to try and avoid them. It's just, it's a very different game with him. He's a lot of fun to just try and be like, okay, I need to be range two or three behind a cloud, or for most of the game, or I'm going to lose. And it's just, it's a it's a fun game to play. So I really like that one. Um, we recommend giving it a go. Um, but yeah, three and one. My one my loss was uh, Locky, who came first. Um, but uh, yeah, bloody lucky.
4: He was running a wing list, wasn't he? Four a wings he... and a shuttle, or something.
1: Yeah, four a wings and AP five, uh, four a wings with Prockets, vectored, and AP five, which is yeah. a very good list.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: I played. I played that one the other day. It was great.
3: It serve as an inspiration for your five a wings that you then brought out with Prockets in later events, Luke.
1: Or... Um, somewhat. Yes and mm. no. Um, mm. Honestly, it was. And this is skipping ahead to the next event, so I'll leave. Oh, yes, apologies. Yeah, fair enough. Except to say that it was inspired mostly by the fact that I painted a couple of them. Fair. Yes. Fair. Yes, yes, yes. Sabine,
4: in particular, looks so good.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. very happy with that. Um, I've, uh, all right, well, we're, since we're going on the tangent, um, yeah, so I've, I've <laughs> taken an A-Wing, and I've painted the A-Wing to basically look like, so if anyone's seen Rebels, um, it's sort of like uh, Sabine's breastplate, so she's got like the proto-Rebel symbol in orange, and then a bunch of pinks and purples. And um, I put a checker mark on one of the um, wings as well. One of the, I don't know what you call them, the little wing above the it engine. Is... Bin. Bin is what you call yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, I I thoroughly, it took me, I think, a week to paint that one tiny A-wing, uh, but I'm very happy with the results. And yeah, uh, so awesome. I've put Sabine on the table as much as I can.
5: It's a, it's a, it's It's a trap, isn't it, when you paint something nice? You're yeah. like... I find that in AOS particularly, it's like you spend like a week painting a character that you're like, this guy's not very good, but he's gorgeous. So I'm playing him. <laughs> but yeah, Sabine is not crap, unfortunately. Well, She's amazing. It, it
4: so. turns out that Sabine in the A-Wing is actually
5: real good. So. Yeah, yeah, real good.
1: <laughs> does turn out, that does turn out indeed. So is that a segue to the next event? It is.
5: It is. It is. Let's start with the winner.
1: Yeah, let's. All right, so this was... <laughs> the our quote-unquote 2020 store champs at games portal um because that was when it was supposed to happen but of course COVID, so that got delayed by a year and uh some jerk called luke won it apparently Uh, running spoilers five (laughs) a-wings um so that was uh just to break it down quickly so that was hera wedge shara and jake so the i6 and all the i4s all with proton rockets and then sabine in the A wing as well just uh, with nothing and um it is a very very strong list i i sort Can't of com- i went into it as i was saying just like i painted Sabine looks good i'm going to paint Hera as well um so i got that done on the friday night before it i'm like okay well i've got these painted so i might as well bring them and uh god damn it's it's really very strong <laughs> it's uh, can confirm can mm- confirm
3: do you care to reveal uh, what particular part of it that, uh, you know, gives it its strength? Because, I mean, yeah, five A-Wings, sure, there's a lot of green dice to hide behind it, And, yeah, there's a lot of five dice attacks possible.
1: But, uh, yeah, is there a particular synergy to it or anything? Um, it's just, it's a lot of bits and pieces of good things. It's not like one, it's not a one-trick pony. It's so, Hera can fly around carrying evades when she needs to. So, it just gives you that extra, basically, health per turn because she can hand it to anyone. Mm-hmm. um so they're, they're just they're harder to kill than they already are with you know green you know three green dice is generally tough to get through um it's all the proton rockets are on initiative four or higher so against a lot of lists they're not too hard to, ro- to line up especially with the a wings ability to focus and boost mm-hmm. um and if you get a couple of them on a target in a turn you can just wipe something out and off an initiative kill it so it's it's got yes. a good alpha strike and then once you pass the Alpha Strike, they're really fast and really maneuverable. So you can just bugger off. You don't need to do get into the, that sort of K-turn dance. Um, you can just just run away and come back and re-engage and they've got one less ship and hopefully you haven't lost everything, anything. Um, and then Sabine was a shockingly strong addition. So I just, in the first game, almost for fun, just like, oh, okay, she can go sit in the corner away from the other pocket ones and I'll just use her as a weird flanker. Um, but what I realized quickly is because her ability is so strong in defence at range one, because it's basically Fang Fighter, Concord Dawn, plus Fearless, so she changes blanks into Hits or Evades when she's in the front arc of opponents at range one. Um, She can just plant herself in front of a couple of ships and with a focus, she's probably fine. Um,
5: You've always got yeah,
1: Yeah, exactly right. Um, So she was sort of comfortable going and flanking and doing her own thing and either just following behind things and Taking range one shots into their behind or blocking or and um, yeah, so just it's just a lot of a lot of good stuff and they're all because they're all a wings they're all super cheap so you lose one or two and it's fine, <laughs> um, yeah strong list so anyway so that was a solid so that that event just to take it back a step was a uh, four rounds on the first day and then a uh, top cut of eight um, and I had a solid seven zero so very pleased with my performance on that one to defend the defend the home store.
0: Oh, yeah. You did really um, well,
1: Mary. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so that ends that ends my bragging. Uh, who's this uh, guy who came second?
5: Ryan? Nah, just kidding, mate. Never you. Oh!
0: oh, so, cold. Rough. <laughs> oh. so cold. Oh. Bit,
1: what was it? King of the losers, Will?
5: <laughs> I was the grand poobar of the losers. Nah, me and Luke played off on top table and can confirm everything he just said <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no so i went i think i went 3 and 1 day 1
1: i think i think yes yes yes,
5: yes. i can't remember who i lost to uh
1: tucky yeah.
5: Tuck. that's Ooh. right With tucky so. around <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was actually kind of funny losing to tucky so i lost on points against him um, and he was running a um, Malaris Swarm. And it was, I don't know, six, seven ships plus Malaris or five ships and Mal- lots of ships in Malaris. And so I was like, oh, I don't want to joust that because they've got three red dice out the front. They can shoot out the front and the back. Oh, I just don't want to put myself, like, you know, I don't want to joust that and put myself in front of that many red dice. But I would love to be able to bomb them because they're all pretty... Pretty soft and whatever. Like, not crazy soft, but you know, if you can get through those shields, you can start popping a ship a turn or something like that. Especially if you can get through a couple of shields and put a strain on with three or four red dice. Like, that starts to tell real quick and then the game swings back my way real fast. Um, It wasn't until we'd gone to time and we're kind of like just chit chatting and I'd lost the game on points by, it was quite close in the end, I can't remember quite what it was, uh, that I realized that I'd accidentally given his ships a 10 point upgrade in my brain when I was setting up and playing that game. Oh no <laughs> I
3: didn't have on
5: any of them. Yeah he yeah. didn't have a special forces gunner at all.
3: Oh. <laughs> so, so you so. were accommodating for things that didn't exist.
5: Yeah basically oh, no. I was like I was justing two dice attacks. Oh. I, can, I can very much do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like oh shit. Um so that was a bit of a shame. Uh, but Tucky did also qualify for day two, yeah. Uh, and so that part of me quite I thought was was excellent. Now that I know you don't have that, I can definitely <laughs> beat you if we get paired up. Um, so yeah, so I, I lost to him on on day one, and then managed to win the rest of the day, my games. Um, I think I got vengeance on you, um, Gus. For he certainly did that spanking at games at Geelong a couple of weeks earlier,
3: indeed. Indeed. Um, uh, what were you slight flying? Modification Will? with me. Oh, carry on. Yeah. Sorry, what, what was, was you, that,
2: Ryan? What were you flying, man?
5: I was flying the same list. It was the, it was the, I wanted to win all the sweet prizes, so I was flying my, um, my most, know my fire, yeah, fire, fire sprays. Just
0: yeah.
5: um, like Ben, though, this was their last hurrah. Well, for two reasons, I thought they were probably going to get a, a a short, sharp shock with the change to changes to hyperspace slash points that are reasonably due, based on today's post. Talk about
4: that afterwards, that's yeah.
5: that's not going to be a thing, um, not for a while anyway. Ah, uh, but also, I'm just a bit sick of them. I've been playing them for a long time. I don't want them to become a crutch. Um, and I'm just interested in you know doing some other stuff. Um, so yeah, but so yeah. Managed to play off on day two against um, Shark T, Yoda, and two Jedi Knights in the first round, which was surprisingly far more present than I thought it would be. Does that make sense? Like, like I, I knew I was playing that list from day, you know, because of the way the pairings are done day two. So I thought about it a little bit the night before and I was like, I should be able to just do this and this and this and then kill it. And then when it actually got on the board, I was like, there's so much maneuverability there and speed and a reasonable amount of health and Yoda and Shark T can... Yeah, it's
4: just so hard to push damage through on
5: them. Yeah. And the Yoda Shark T combo allows for like an infinite loop of like, um, force it's regeneration. Cool.
0: Yeah.
3: So, I experienced this list on day one and yeah, it was, uh, it was quite an experience, quite an experience, yeah. very solid, very like, um, mm. um, it felt a lot beefier than I expected it to be for two ETAs and a couple of Jedi. That's
5: exactly it. It feels a lot tougher than it actually is. Um, so that's cool. Uh, and I got a bit lucky in the sense that I tried to corner off Yoda because he was sort of the linchpin to the list, like having that infinite cycle, and managed to pop him in a turn, which was very helpful. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the rest I got to sort of just do things too. Um, but I think if he'd had better dice in that key engage, then it possibly could have gone a very different way. Um, because that list, similar to your A-Wings, Luke, has the ability to almost ignore my bombs. Um because it has the speed and the manoeuvrability to kind of shoot past them and then come back around, and because the bombs you really, like obvious for obvious reasons, you've only got one or two turns where you're ever going to have. You need both the the conditional positioning to be able to drop them. Oh, thanks, lovely. I just got cake. Um, the conditional positioning <laughs> to drop them, as well as the um. Uh, the likelihood of them being able to, like, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying, I'm explaining this badly, mainly because I'm distracted by cake. But no, <laughs> no um, you need the stars to align a little bit for bombs in the sense that if things can just fly straight past you, then you're wasting them. But then you've also got to have them in, the ships in a position where they are going to be going past you. Otherwise, you're just wasting them as well. And so it's one of those lists where you can literally lose that whole thing and that's fairly pivotal to the list working how it's sort of meant to especially when you're de- then dealing with like four green dice a uh, passive force and potentially an evade or something like that at range behind a cloud you know all these sorts of different things and then they shoot back around and they get into your side arc and they get to put four red dice into you and then they piss off again and you know what i mean you got to kind of like pen them in a little bit um yeah so yeah, that is a weakness to the to the um the fire spray build I've found personally. Um and then round two was against a bunch of strikers, is it? With yeah. Brett, is it Brett Vesti? Yeah, yeah.
2: um
5: yeah. yeah, he had like yeah, three four four strikers,
2: strikers and Vemil. Oh that's right. No, Faroff.
0: Um, he had Faroff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and that then new Interceptor. The, the,
5: yeah, an Interceptor. Nah, um, yeah,
2: the Commandant.
5: Yeah, and so that guy, the, the Commandant allows you when you didn't successfully execute a manoeuvre to take a stressful focus. And because they all move in the system, no, they move in... The before no, that, Ailerons. The, the Ailerons. So he would Aileron, bump, get a stressful focus then do, do a blue a maneuver, clear oh, the stress. Yes. Well, and well. then often he would do the blue maneuver that would also bump. So he would maintain a nice position and then also have mods. And Amazing. when, again, I'm trying to bomb him and he's bumping on his own stuff or he's bumping on my stuff deliberately, which is keeping him out of the bombs uh-huh. <laughs> and with mods. So it was actually a tricky list to kind of to, to play against. And it, it was a real nail biter. Um, it it kind of went my way in the last couple of engages, but up until then it could have gone either way with a, f- a few good dice rolls, either side. Um, so that was a really tight game as well. And then I played Luke, and I was quietly confident. I was like, "This guy's a scrub. Like I've played him before; he's terrible." Yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: um
5: but proton rockets are a thing. Yes. Um, and they did. They did the. They did what they say on the box, and it was it was tricky. But again, real close. What was what was it? Seventy nine to a hundred points at time.
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was, and it was silly. It was wow. like I was. I chose not to have my final shot on one of your fire sprays because I would have got less points from killing it than the dead man switch would have gotten you back.
4: Oh, rude.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I also managed to get, and I needed to get. I think in the last round, I needed to get half points on one of his and not lose too many points in return, uh, which I managed to wedge saving his Proton Rocket to the last shot and absolutely ruining one of the um, fire sprays. That was nice. Yep. Uh, made, and that was, yeah.
5: I made two key... You know, you're kind of thinking through later, like, what could I have done? What could I have done? And I made two major mistakes in that, that game against you. And one was, there was a turn where I thought you were going to turn in. So I turned out and you didn't <laughs> um uh, mind reading i love it yeah <laughs> and so then that put me out of position with the ship for like two or three engages which meant that i just didn't have as many red i had like six dice going into you as opposed to nine which is a fairly important difference when you're dealing with like three green dice, um, three green dice and hera because you can do that token sharing shenanigans so you really need like often it's on that on the third hit that you're actually shooting a ship with no mods. Yeah, before that you're always hitting a ship with an evade or a focus and three or four dice. Um, so that was a massive mess up. And another one was where in the in the dials phase I decided that I wasn't bombing, so I dialed in a maneuver, and then thought about it, forgot what I'd done then dialed in, then decided to bomb, but had forgotten to change the dial on my ZAM ship. And so she should have turned out instead of going straight. (laughs) And because I couldn't then... Because when she was going to go straight, she was going to boost to get her both behind a cloud and also in arc because she was hurt. So she wanted to be taking long bomb, you know, hopeful shots, but, you know, they occasionally push her damage through, but also fairly safe from shots and also shooting back, but instead what I managed to do was put myself on a bomb, not being out of boost because I was going to end up on two bombs, not being behind a cloud, and not having any <laughs> Oh, no. So uh...
3: you know,
5: that, those two things really cost me, I'll call it pacing, and then that was where Luke got to dictate very heavily from that point onwards, I think.
4: <laughs> pacing thing is an interesting topic because... You know, like, some lists are very um, key in terms of that pacing. You know what I mean? Like, you've got to put in enough damage at a particular time to keep ahead of the curve, that kind of stuff. I, th- I get the feeling the fire spray list is a bit like that.
5: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it falls ahead. off at the end of the game.
4: Yeah. But so keep, you're, like,
5: like, you're ahead at that point. Mm-hmm. That's it. Because what happens is, like I was saying before with the dial, is... It has the ability to turn around, but when it turns around, they're always stressful, which which is pretty standard form. But it's loom maneuvers out, at, coming out of that stressful maneuver aren't the best. Like, they're not bad by any means, but they're not the best. And so what can happen is in those, in those later engages when you're circling each other, because you're frequently having to do those maneuvers, you're losing mods. And so in those last engages, often you're a ship down. Generally, this is what I find happens is one ship's dead, one ship's close to dead, and one's okay. But I'm now rolling six red dice at you. Often you having mods, because it's like an ace that's remaining or something like that, uh, or a couple, or A-wings. And then I'm just praying for good dice rolls and into reasonable amounts of defensive dice with mods and that's, yeah. where th- that's where it starts to turn unless I've managed to go- get it to a point where I can start to, like, killbox you because I outnumber you or the ship that remains is chuggy and slow or, you know what I mean? If, that, if I've been able to dictate the pacing, what I mean by the pacing is that, then it's, you know, great. If I can't, then, then it starts to tell. And that's what happened with Luke, like...
4: I think that's one aspect of, like, the game that i haven't really explored enough is thinking about not you know like i think everyone thinks a lot about their list and you know we've we've talked before about um setup type stuff you know like where do you put your obstacles what obstacles do you bring all that kind of stuff but the the pacing throughout the game is probably an area i haven't thought about enough
5: that's where update, updates, upgrades, sorry, like de- um, not Dead Man's Switch. But Dead Man's Switch is another artificial pacing mechanic that I have in my list is in those last rounds of the game, you're killing one of my ships and then it blows up and it often often, it would kill one or two ships of my opponent because they've forgotten about it or they had no choice or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or it, it doesn't kill them, but it puts them down on like like no health. And then the bomb, the one bomb that remains on my other ship is able to actually kill ships in the like end of the late, movement late phase
0: yeah.
5: late late game and that again it artificially pumps that sort of pacing it puts it back on my terms um and another upgrade that really does that and this is what i used to run on boba when i ran boba was contraband cybernetics because it gave me that late game critical come around come around and then I can either boost out of it and just get back into the so because like one I think um you've got the one straight, the one banks, the two straight and the three straight are blue maneuvers for the for the yep. um thing and so being able to boost back in after doing a k turn or whatever just means that when you do your one one straight later or one bank, all of a sudden you're at range one again or you're, at, at worst, at range 2, and with mods, so they don't have the extra defense dice. So it, like, it, it was far, a far more important upgrade than I think people gave credit, and remembering that and using that in those later stages of a game often turned a game back in your favor Yeah, for a fairly innocuous upgrade. Interesting to think about. Yep.
4: Um, speaking of the tournament, though, back to the thing, I went 2-2, two and two, nothing special was running ARCS, but I ran into the MVP of the tournament. Funny Bounder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: Gavin from our group, he started that tournament thinking he'd only played, like, I think he's had five games in a year. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and I joked around that, oh, yeah, but you'll still make the cut. And sure enough, what happened?
2: <laughs> He made
4: the cut. He made the cut. Breezing in, getting made into top
1: the page. Or oh, no less. Yeah,
4: top four. I just want to talk about his list for a minute because it was a bit of a scum swarm that I hadn't really seen before. Like, we've seen the M3As, that kind of stuff. But he was running Sarisu with the tractor beam, Genesis Red with the tractor beam, and then Sunny Bounder, a Binyari Pirate, and then three Black Sun Z95s. So it's basically just four Z95s and three M3As, and it put in work. But in particular, Sunny Bounder. That (laughs) ship... So I posted a thing on my Instagram where I said um, if both players are jousting, one of them is wrong, and it was me. Um, when I faced him, he destroyed me. Um, because Sunny Bounder, I think I rolled 23 red dice into Sunny Bounder, and I only did three damage.
2: Oh, that's miserable.
4: Because he had Sarisu nearby, and there was just a couple of turns where he was real rude about it because I would make like a four dice double modded attack. And then he would roll his three green dice. He get two evades and a focus. And I think he even had a focus token. But then one of the turns he was like, "Nah, I'll chance it." Sarissa re-roll the focus into another evade. Oh, oh. Sunny Bounder! Oh. <laughs> oh. And it wow. was wow. Yeah, it was so good.
2: So does Sunny Bounder's ability proc after re-rolls as well?
4: Yep, yep. After
2: you roll, wow. roll. so good. Wow.
4: And and so this is the thing, like. Towards the middle of the game, I was like, okay, I've lost this one, (laughs) but moral victory, I'm going to try to kill Sonny Bounder. I didn't even get that. (laughs) Why is it it out of time, out of spot? It was a real good game, though. Yeah, (laughs) but Sonny Bounder, I think he did that a couple of times throughout the day and got Gavin into the top four.
5: Go have all the fun. I played I played Gavin in one of the rounds, and um it was a very tight game, and yeah that list was really strong. I liked it a lot. the t- the tractor beams, oof, yeah, oof. yep.
1: I think um so I was the jerk that knocked him out of the the top cut, and um I I only really managed it I think because uh, Sabine put a lot of work in blocking Sarasu and Genesis Red, so the tractors didn't come in early enough. Um, yep. And I could pick off some of the some of the troops before I started getting thrown onto rocks and reduced agility and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, terrifying list. And uh, yeah, he's always he's always good. He always plays well.
0: Yep. So yeah, that was a pretty good day as well. Good to finally yeah. get that kit out of the way as
2: well. Like, yeah,
4: twenty twenty
5: sweet camps. sweet prizes. I didn't realize they're good, aren't they? Quite what we we're playing for. Oh, got, we like, good. got a whole fo list written for myself, pretty much. There, just like oh, I'll use all of the acrylics. That's
2: yes. <laughs> How did you go, Gus?
3: Terribly. Uh, <laughs> brain was uh, very much out of the game, and I think it was probably best encapsulated by uh, Luke. Luke Skywalker. I, uh, took a version of my beef list, I guess Baxi is what I was calling it, uh, B, A-Wing, X-Wing, Y-Wing, Dutch was in there, Luke was in there, Jake was in there, and uh, Ten Num was in there, my favourite B-Wing pilot, but uh, flying full health Luke off the board with a 4K is probably probably about, yeah, about but but gives, gives the shape of the day for me. It cool. was complete schmuzzle for me. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a rough day. So so let's, let's move along from that one <laughs> and <laughs> talk about something else. Miserable stuff.
2: Yep. Um, I too had a miserable day as well. Um, I had a really good first round thinking, oh, here we go. Might have a, a good day today. Coming up against Luke's A-Wings. Nah, okay, fair enough. Um,
1: that was a very good game though. It was, like was, it was that cra- was quite close. That was what was it, yeah. 117 to
2: 84. That was yeah. It was it was. I was pretty proud of myself because I didn't think I'd do that well against you, Luke. Because those those a wings, those procs, they popped an SF real quick. So that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, my third round was up against Ben's arcs. Now I got quite mad at this one because <laughs> I don't like blaming dice. I'm not. Yeah. I don't try to do that. But when your first three engagements, you don't roll pretty much any hits. I think I lost one shield off one of the arcs and I yep. had lost probably two and a half oh, shields. nothing. I was quite mad at that game. Um, I managed to get rid of one arc, Warthog, and half of another one at the end of it, but that was a very frustrating game. And then my fourth game, I ran out of time, um, which was very frustrating. That was a very swingy game. I lost an SF. I played against Dave, who had... Um, uh, he had an A-Wing of some sort. It was Jake, Jake and Jake four X-Wings. And four, four Blues, that's right. And he managed to kill an SF, I managed to kill an X-Wing, TIE Fighter, X-Wing, Scorch, did Scorch things. Um, at the end, I think it was um, Jake with one left um, and then a f- one full health Blue and another one that needed just one more hit to be half. Um, and I couldn't quite get the damage in time. Uh, had we have had maybe two more rounds, have things might have been a bit different. But couldn't do it. So yeah, yep. like Gus, had a horrible day. Let's move on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it happens from time to time. I have to oh, say. it does. Yep. It does.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I find it quite interesting though. The the, the three out of the three tournaments, I did better in the extended ones than I did the hyperspace one. So I found that interesting.
3: Or yeah. shadowing, perhaps.
2: Maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Interesting fact to take out of all of them. Um, out of the thirteen games that were played in all of the store champs, I only lost Kylo four times. So that was an interesting wow. little, interesting little stat. I'm quite proud of that one. But, um, yeah, I think it's time to move on from Kylo yep. for a little while. So, what are people playing now? What
0: your
4: fun list stuff. Your list, but oh, with the <laughs> Megas instead of Zetas because yep. I want to fly all of the. Uh... Spot glass, alt pre- spot glass. The um, yeah, I call that list pretty because <laughs> it's okay. Kylo, Scorch, and two Omegas, and I've got the full art, alt arts, for all four. Now, how I'm are really.
0: you finding
2: the? How are you finding the list?
0: Um,
4: I'm not very good at it. Pretty much what it boils down to, Fly, flying arcs for so long. I am. I don't know. I think I'm better it's sort of beefier lists that whole ace thing i'm just not really great at so but that's one of the
0: reasons why i'm flying it i want to fly kylo what about everybody else
3: well I want to try and get away from my rebel, uh, beef kind of roots and do something a little bit zany and kind of embrace extended. Get over my uh, bizarre existential like loathing for the format and uh, really just charge full tilt into it. So, partially because of, uh, oh, partially because of Luke, partially because of chats with Ben, I really want to learn how to fly dash um talk to me in a week's time and i may have a completely different tune uh but yeah dash render is going to be on my horizon and uh yeah it's gonna be oh weird Lord. shifting from four ships to uh two maybe three ship mm. version um it's gonna be a completely different playstyle for what i'm used to and yeah it's gonna be weird it's gonna be interesting looking forward to it
1: so you're rocking the gold one I
3: was considering that
1: because at the
3: oh, Black yes. Havoc Bushfire Appeal Tournament that we had way back in the before times, before the great plagues come and rent the sky asunder and all that, um, <laughs> we had a wonderful event out there that, uh, yeah, well, I'm, Ryan, you're a better place to chat about it, but it was a great day.
2: Oh, thanks, man.
3: There was a, there was a prize going around for uh, <laughs> the, the player who had the misfortune of running into the most asteroids. And... Uh, <clears throat> I took out that prize that day. Uh, I do have an affinity for rocks. And uh, so I picked up the, the Black Havoc Outrider Award, which consisted of a wonderful trophy with a beautiful, solid, or at least sprayed gold uh, YT2400 on top of it. Um, so uh, I have that sitting on my mantelpiece. Pardon?
4: detachable so it could still be played that's exactly
3: it detachable so it's and uh i look i look at it i love it it's good but i feel like i'm gonna have to pour nuln oil over it or something if i if i take it to the table but dash is coming very soon that's gonna be great
1: i i'm gonna pass i have no clue what i'm running next uh i've been mucking around with lists i just picked up the empire uh squadron pack so maybe something to do with Interceptors, but yeah, no clue. What about you, Will?
5: I was just eating cake. It was delicious.
1: <laughs>
5: I'm
0: back. Son of a bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: It was chocolate Gatto cake, cake from Coles, and it was very rich. Oh, I love them. Mm. Very good. I hate
1: you so much right now. Mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> now I'm going to just sip my cup of tea.
2: All right, well, while Will uh, sips his cup of tea. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm back, Ryan. I'm back. I, I, I am flying Shakti and Three Nights. I've been Ooh. playing it for a little while wow. now. Um, I, I bought into
1: Resistance
5: because I wanted to play Poe Dameron when he got the new title. Is it the Black One title? The, um, you mean the Overdrive Thrusters? Overdrive Thrusters. Yeah, whatever that was. Overdrive. I think there was a... Was it, did that come out with the three-ship box? Yep. Yep. Yeah, back when that came out, I was like, ooh, that looks fun. And then I picked that up, and I picked up a few other ships, and I tried it a few times, but it just wasn't my jam. Um, and eventually put it down again. I went back to Republic, which I hadn't played in ages. And well back, back in the day, back before there was the bushfire appeal, Back when I first started playing Republic, I remember sending a few lists to, I think to you, Ben, about um, you know some lists I'd made that had the generic knights in them because so I was like, I think these guys are pretty good,
0: Ooh.
5: and they are short story. They're very good, um, but they kind of play the way I wanted the Poe list to play. Like they've got the they've got the double reposition. Like in my mind, the Poe Resistance list was really maneuverable it reasonably punchy, but like not necessarily like a jousty kind of like beef sort of thing um, and just kind of like sort of quick and i don't know hard to describe um and that is exactly what I'm getting from the shark T night list, which is really, really enjoyable. I think I would also based on playing this, I think I would also quite enjoy a wings of either. Variety, though I think I'd play Rebel A-wings just because I like Hera and Sabine from a narrative point of view. Um, just because I'm a mad Rebels fan. Um, and so, yes, yeah, so I've been, I've, I've, I've sunk a few hours into that list now. Um, I played, I, I played you last night with it, Luke, and I feel hey, like Luke, I'm getting, me. yeah, I'm getting the hang of it. I think.
1: Yeah, um, no, you played it really well. And those are i those are seven b jedi, the generics. they're just they're so much better on the board than they feel like they should be in paper because on yeah, paper they're like, yeah. oh, you've got a you know you're an x-wing stat line, but you've got to calculate token. basically, you've got a you know one force. that doesn't seem that significant. But the combination of the force and oh my God, that dial, in particular mm-hmm. the the five k four k and um the two sloops. Um, it just, you just can't lock the turnaround moves like you can with most other ships because they're so far apart. And if you go and block the sloop, then the 5k is going to get behind you. And if you go for the 5k, then they've turned around, but you're nowhere near them. And it's, um, yeah, they're just, they're so strong. They're really good. I, I agree. We we'll love Flynn, Flynn them a bit um, in prior lists and they're so fun. They're so good.
5: Yep. Yep. And in the past I've always been like distracted by like Anakin and Obi-Wan and, you know,
1: all these named pilots.
5: So you're like, ooh, I could take a generic or I could take any who gets me a free whatever. Um, and yeah, it wasn't until I actually put it on the board a couple of months ago that I was like, Ooh, this is nice. Uh, I still I, I um kind of in, in terms of that pacing discussion we were talking about before. I need to work out the second half of its game a bit better. Um, I kind of I know what I'm doing in the first half. and like I, like I know what I'm doing in the second half, but I just need to work on my positioning a bit better. And yep. I, the list has a tendency to get ahead, and then you get, I find I get a bit cocky, and I'm like, I, you know, I can take on the world. And then all of a sudden Shakti's dead and a, and a Jedi and then You're like, oh, oh, okay. This just swung back real hard the other way. And then, then you clock off and you're like, oh, I lose. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, just like, just, you know, moderating myself a little bit there to make sure that it's like.
0: Yep. Um, you know, you ahead of that curve.
5: Yeah. Yeah, basically. And just not, it's more, a more a psychological barrier that i need to work on than anything else yep
4: all right well i think we've talked about all the events that have been going on a bit of a long discussion but it's been exciting to have so many good things happening in the x-wing world so that's been good Mm -hmm. but there's one thing i want to just talk about like we we just talked about you know what are people flying next you know and I think a lot of us are feeling like we're going to switch up a bit from what we have been flying. And I mean, we have been doing a lot of hyperspace stuff as well. Um, you know some of the tournaments we talked about now are the first ones where they've really been you know big extended type events. Everything else has been hyperspace predominantly in in our area. But um, let's talk about the uh, points changes. Now, we originally thought that they were going to be around about June, right? I think I'm correct there.
1: Yeah, about now was the if they stuck to the every six months schedule.
4: Yeah. And I think everyone was kind of keen on that just because of um, not getting sick of the current meta, but like the current hyperspace sort of build is interesting in that, you know, you pick a ship and half the stuff is not available. Um, And I think there's a lot of people that are like, well, you know, I've got these ships, I really want to fly these pilots, but the only ones available are the generics, or the opposite, you know, like, oh, I really want to fly some TIFOs, but the only ones available are named ones. It's like, okay, well, great. So I think a lot of people were looking forward to that change, um, but it looks like it's been pushed out. So there was, someone posted an answer from um, AMG where they said that because, um, pretty much because events were only just starting back in most of the world, that they were going to delay the um, points changes. Did they say when? I don't remember if they said when. I just They remember. said
1: fall in America, so our spring, so September through November, somewhere yeah. around there.
4: So, yeah, we'll be stuck with this meta for a little while longer, which is not bad because it's fairly well-balanced, wouldn't you say? Like, I, I think people might be getting a bit sick of flying the same things, but the actual overall balance is pretty good.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. There's um, If we keep flying hyperspace, there's a few, like Empire, struggle a little bit to find interesting lists. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, if we move into Extended, it seems like every event I look at, something different's winning. Uh, even with the big events overseas and online, so no, I think I think we I think it's a matter we can live with for another five or six months, and we'll we'll, we'll be fine. We'll survive. Um, I guess yep. we just don't get that, you know, Christmas morning excitement of getting to build a whole bunch of new lists with new points. I
0: think, I think also think it's just,
4: yeah, an opportunity to try new things, whether it's a new faction or a different type of list or whatever. Yeah,
5: Let's do well, yeah it. is, it's good that I, I like. Something I love about AMG at the moment is the fact that they're quite transparent. When someone asked a question, they were like, "Yep, it's, we're not, we're not doing it," and this is why. As opposed to like other companies who are just like either don't reply or give you a bullshit answer.
0: Yeah.
5: Um, and yeah, because yeah, now you can with confidence. If if there's a list that you like in another faction, you can buy into it, knowing you're going to get six months of it working as it says on the box, like whatever it's doing right this moment. Yep. Which is now, good.
4: Speaking of changes, though, are there anything in the points that we are expecting will change?
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, Zam doubles, Zam crew. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say that.
4: Do you think Zam pilot as well, or just the crew?
1: it go up a little bit. I reckon it'll go to, or a little bit above, um, uh, Django, because Zam is clearly the better one, and I think Zam is like three or four points cheaper. Um, yeah. yeah, three points cheaper. Um,
4: I don't think anything else that really sort of stick out? I mean, what do we think about Hera and that? I mean, we've talked about how good she is, but... I think corporate... a lot of the
5: A-Wings, I think the A-Wings will go up and Proton Torpedoes will go up a little bit. Proton Rockets? That, sorry.
1: Yeah, that's a good call. I, think, I actually think most of the A-Wings are pretty well-priced. I do agree that Hera is too cheap, though. That 42 points um, to just pass a token whenever, wherever is mm, so strong.
0: I think
2: Cutthroat might go up by one um, because out of all the new box sets and all the uh, pilot talents, that one's the better one. Re- um, recharging charge tokens when someone dies, pretty solid. Yeah. And I think maybe Vader, dare I say it, Darth Vader and the Defender might go up as well.
1: I don't I'm think he'd sure. go up. No. no, I don't think he'd go up. I'm not I'm sure not. if he'd go down, but mm. I don't... He might go, I reckon he'd go down a little, if anything, I think.
4: Yeah, if it but was, changed, I amazing. think he would go down. But I, th- I think the problem with Vader is it's like, if you make him a little bit cheaper, there are so many more options of things yes. to buy
2: with him. And Heaps then it become a problem. Yes, and that's why I think he'll go up more than anything. But hopefully, he, mm. I'm, I'm, I'm praying to all the Space Wing Gods that he doesn't, but... Because he's been a lot of fun to fly lately.
1: Yeah, I think I think you'll be safe with him. I
0: yeah, think. Yep, yeah.
5: I think if anything, it'll come down a little bit,
1: mate. But yeah, what do, know, what do you guys I think, think, you think about the cutthroat ability? Cup it is throat. quite good. Yeah. It, it hasn't set the world on fire. Like I think, if anything, of those ones, discipline's been the biggest, most successful one. There's been I've seen a few again it's on true. those big overseas online events. Um, the yeah, like the. Discipline, Ties, uh, Strikers, or Interceptors are doing very, very well. Um,
5: That's the one where one dies, you get to do a free lock or a free barrel roll, even if you can't normally, yeah?
1: Yeah, yep. exactly. It's just, yeah. it's just a very strong ability, on, particularly on ships that can't lock, um, whereas the Rebel Hopeful sees the least because it's giving you a focus action, but you usually already focus, so it's a bit more niche. It's probably good, but I haven't seen anyone give it a real crack.
2: Is it just a focus exactly. or is it something
1: else as well? Focus or boost. Eh. Um, boost which, again sometimes... is good. You can do yeah. some cheeky stuff. Like you can put it on a ghost and the ghost can boost.
2: <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's good. <laughs>
0: That's
2: good. I like that. Oh, put it on a Falcon.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Falcon can boost already, but it's, I mean it's an it's a extra free boost. So I think yeah, there's yeah. potential there. I just, I haven't, it has, it's not as obvious as the others.
2: Is it a boost action or is it?
1: Action. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, boost land... action, focus action. So
2: what if Lando had it? Could he do his action and then... No, don't worry. I'm
1: thinking of something else, don't worry. No, 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 yeah, no. Uh, Jake? Jake's a good Jake. candidate, actually.
2: Yes, Jake's he the one i can boost and hand
1: out focus, but then you're still handing out focus action, so I'm not sure. Maybe. There's Maybe. potentially something there. Yeah, something.
2: Because um, I was running a, ga- a game against um, Petey, one of our other members in our group, and he was um, he had Joy with Cutthroat. Was it Joy, Ben? Yeah. In the Fang Fighter? Yeah, and Joy's ability is he can spend a charge token on a torpedo to make a defender roll one less uh, green dice when defending. And he just kept on recharging those charge tokens to make it so annoying. But it was I think that was really...
0: Really
5: fun, really clever. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it would go up too much because you gotta remember you gotta buy the upgrade that goes along with it. So you kinda pay for it twice in a way. Yeah. As true. in
1: going from like the lowest initiative to the next oh, you mean with cutthroat. Yeah.
5: Cutthroat. Yeah. yeah. With cutthroat. Like you gotta buy the torpedoes and then the cutthroat and then the ship and then the cutthroat.
2: And yeah, then you get the
5: effect if it die you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um and so it's like so it, it cool. is strong, but like
2: mm.
5: if you make it too expensive all of a sudden it just pri- it'll price itself out of the game real fast. It'd be kind, yeah, of, cool right. the,
2: um, it'd be kind of cool with the um it'd be kinda cool with the um cybernet contrabands.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen I mean it's really good with the false transponder codes. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, um it's honestly just really good for clearing stress too. Like that's that's not Great. the obvious one that jumps out, but it's it's real handy.
5: I yep. reckon that will go up in points. False transponder
1: codes. Oh, that has—that's a good point. That has—that has to go to. I mean, just to like three, but it's very yeah. spammable and it's gross. Yep. When you spam it. Yeah, that's it. Yep. I think.
5: I think that's probably. I don't know. Like I'm, hypothesizing here, but my hypothesis is that something that we've seen a lot of this season in hyperspace, particularly, is is repetition or spam of of upgrades and ships, mm. which I think if if I was FFG and they wanted to freshen things up for next season is, is make changes that minimise the amount of repetition and spam yeah. that doesn't so that oh, incentivizes. yeah interesting yeah.
2: now that we've now that we've flown a lot of generics as well do we think generic ships are going to go up a bit because there's generic fast Sprays, the generic um, arcs
4: some of them
1: yeah and I the don't generic I, bet, FOs. I think they'll just cycle them out of hyper
5: hmm
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's definitely some strong, so like the the TIE V1 generics have done very, very well. The M3As. um, Yeah, yeah, there's definitely some obvious ones that could probably take like a one-point hike just to make them, bring them a bit more reasonable.
0: Yeah.
4: Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else on the hyperspace points? Any speculation? I think we're all good. I can't think of anything else that sticks out
0: you guys
3: oh uh i'm just well at this point i have no idea where they're gonna take it um you know my brain was sort of telling me that perhaps uh this was <laughs> ffg sort of you know doing a 52 card pickup of a, a hyperspace you know as before they hand over range to amg but maybe i'm just manufacturing stories there um just because you know resistance with the fact that they weren't able to get any generics it was just named d70s um just struck me as odd um, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm really keen to see what happens, when happens. It'll be quite a, uh, I guess, I don't know, I'll be putting a lot of weight on it as an indication of how AMG are going to approach uh, running this new property. Um, that's going to be really curious. And, yeah, I'm just, I don't know, can't wait to see it. That's all I know. So hopefully the plague subsides and uh, we get some points out soon.
1: Yes, hopefully. All right, guys. Well, unfortunately, I have to bail out to go play some online X-wing. I know, tough life. Yep. Um, so just right. uh, catch catch you all later, and remember, um, this is recorded. So uh, wait till you uh, get off air before you start bad mouthing me.
0: <laughs> or, counterpoint.
5: Let's not. <laughs> That's good point. That's a
1: good point. Good luck,
3: Luke. Good
1: luck. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> catch you all. Cash bye. Back. Good luck. Bye. Yep.
4: All right, we do have a couple more topics to cover. Mm-hmm. Good luck to Luke, though. I, yeah, I think he's the Singapore league tonight.
2: It so. is, yeah.
0: Yep.
2: In, which, in which he's doing really well already, as it is. So, oh, Luke's yeah.
0: style, really?
2: Yeah, it is actually. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: uh, yeah.
4: He used all of the online stuff productively and certainly stepped up his game. Um, oh, yeah. Let's talk about leaks so there's been been a a shortage of them yeah been a few things so so, you know since amg took over x-wing armada legion all this stuff there hasn't been a huge amount of new content that's been sort of discussed like there has been in legion you know like there's been quite a few things announced that are coming up um throughout the rest of the year um but x-wing kind of was a bit quiet you know we had the um squadron packs which we've talked about in the previous episodes but um we then got um the announcement of that new epic ship the um trident class the squid yeah and we talked about that that a bit as well but it seems that's going to be kind of interesting with some of the more objective style gameplay that they're kind of coming out with that so that'll be interesting however there has been a
0: Did we lose Ben or did we
5: lose Ben?
3: Lost Ben, lost Ben. Uh, I've got All you, right. Ben.
5: All right. So what was Ben was about to say? <laughs> there has been a leak of a FF. Uh, sorry, an FO. Um... Pack. Squadron, Squadron pack. Squadron
4: pack. Hey, he's, yeah, dude, he's back. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. So that looks pretty interesting. It's well, who wants to talk about it?
2: Well,
5: I know nothing other than it exists.
2: Cool. Yeah. Um, I know that there's going to be... So, uh, Callum's our resident FO guy, and I, too, love FO. Um, we believe there's going to be the Tire Whisperer, and what looks to be uh, a First first Order Bombing type yep. carrier ships. Yep. Uh,
4: Two First Order Bombers and, and yes. a whisper. That's what it looks yes. like.
5: Um, Is the whisper different to the Silencer? Like, so yes. So, this...
4: This is where all the conjecture and like wild speculation comes in. So, right. um,
5: the world is flat, Start yeah. If we have <laughs> a look
4: at so, obviously, first order and empire fairly similar, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, if we have a look at um, similarities between ships, right, you've got um, obviously, the tie is similar to the tie fighter. The tie silencer is very similar to an interceptor. Dial is very, you know, very similar. The ship ability is very similar. It's a bit beefier, obviously, than a uh, tie interceptor, but you know, it plays the similar sort of role. And then you have a look at the Inquisitor tie, the V1 compared to the Baron. Um, you know, in fact, even Baron of the Empire flies in the V1, and then you've got the tie Baron for First Order. Um, the similar dial, similar abilities. You know, I had not thought
2: stuff. of that. I had not thought of that one little bit. That seems that's fascinating. There
4: you go. Now, <laughs> when you look at the ship, um, so there has been a couple of photos that have come out. If you look at the um, Whisper, it kind of looks similar to a Striker in terms of the wing design. So. Kinda, yeah. I'm wondering if it's going to have sort of a similar sort of ability or feel to what the Striker is, because also the Tire Striker, where did we see it? Rogue One, in atmosphere. The Silencer, where did we see it? In atmosphere. You know, it's the one that Ray chopped in half. Um, with, and so, yeah, I'm wondering if FO were going to get something that plays sort of like a Striker.
2: You know what might be a bit better than a Striker? Hmm? A
0: Phantom. Defender.
2: Ah, uh, well... A Phantom, a first-order Phantom. being the. Witcher I don't know that
0: they would... Well,
4: I mean, maybe.
5: Oh. Mm-hmm. But, anyway... <laughs> Are you basing so, that on any information other than, oh, I want this so bad? Uh, <laughs> I want this so bad! <laughs> yeah. But, also, the, I think the other two bombing ones could be
2: maybe similar to a Punisher. I think maybe a medium base ship instead of a small base ship.
4: Yeah, don't know. It's going no. to be interesting because that's the one thing that FO don't have at the moment, you know. So that, a medium. That's, that's, that's like correct. a whole, uh, well, the, not the medium base, but the bombing aspect, you know, like.
2: Oh, yes, yes.
4: It's a, it's a total new gameplay avenue for the faction. So that, that'll be exciting to see how all that plays out.
5: I love bombing. Bombing, I think, is one of the most underrated, like, parts yep. of the game. Agreed.
4: And the other thing that's come out recently is um, one of the distributors accidentally put up the description of a Y-Wing, Re- Resistance Y-Wing. Mm, mm. I saw that. That's cool. But it looks like it's a pack of two
5: of them. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So and it comes with, like, 20 upgrade cards.
4: Yeah. So that that could be exciting as well. But, yeah, two ships in a pack.
3: I'm, I'm. yes, I'm desperate to know what whether this is indicative of uh, future packaging of things, whether we're going to get two bangers and things like that in future, or uh, if this is an anomaly, because it's not enough for a squadron pack, and we're used to squadron packs.
4: Yeah, so, I mean, we haven't seen sort of two-ship stuff for a long time. I mean, not including the YV coming with the painted Nashda pup, but like, um, I mean, I suppose the Scum Falcon There's- with the escape pod. Is yeah, this, but the, like... this
3: is all big, small, you know? This isn't mm-hmm. just True. line yeah, fighters. you have to
4: go back to first edition with the most, was it Most Wanted or guns fire? Which was the one that had the Karaks and the um, Star Viper? Um,
0: mm-hmm. the, uh, most
2: most wanted. wanted, yeah.
4: But see, again, all of those were repaints, you know what I mean? They weren't Rebel Aces. We already had A-Wing, B-Wing. Imperial Aces, we already had Intercept, you know, like all that stuff. This is two new ships in a pack.
3: So.
0: Yeah, fascinating. Yeah. What is it going to look like?
3: Yeah, yeah. Just, just yeah. I guess a skinnier version of a current Rebel Y-wing, perhaps.
4: I mean, where's the Resistance B-wing?
3: I know <laughs> that comes out. That comes out, and I'm in severe, at severe risk of abandoning the Rebel faction for the uh, better in every way and cheaper in most uh, Resistance. It'll be interesting.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll awesome. see. I'm still surprised they haven't brought out a wedge gunner for the for a, a resistance.
3: Yeah, oh, that would be
4: filthy. I yeah. mean, there's mm. still there's still a lot of stuff that they haven't done. I mean, they have shown, well, they haven't explicitly said it, but they've shown artwork of the Razor Crest and stuff on some of the AMG streams. So it's, it's like going okay. to come.
3: It is like yeah. it would it would be insane for that not to make its way into X Wing. Yeah, just from a marketing perspective, if anything, but yeah. The ultimate
5: troll move is to just release it as a crater. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the yeah,
2: modified I'm still not over that. <laughs> the still modified lambda from um, Bad Batch would be good ships to see on the board too.
4: Oh, I reckon that will come as well. The Omicron class. Omicron. Class, uh, yeah. right. Yeah, but I think. Um... Asmodee slash FFG slash AMG have learned their lesson from some of the previous things. So, like, when the U-Wing came out, you know, it was missing some of the key characters because they just didn't know. You know, things like the, um, the Tire Silence of the first edition one was just way too big, and it looks like that was pre-production sizing. I don't
2: know, like what, you're about, don't know what you're talking about, Ben. don't know what you're talking
4: about. And then, um, you know, like, the Resistance Bomber, It just didn't have, like, what was it? Crimson Leader or something? They didn't even have named dudes for some of the stuff. So I think they've learned that, you know, you get a better quality product if you wait and get all of the info before you release it, which I'm okay with.
5: The Resistance Bomber is one of those ships that I've seen on the table once ever (laughs) since it dropped. But I forget it exists.
3: I've got one, yeah. and it's when sat you... in a box, and, and since so I bought the damn thing. It's just, yeah, you never see it. Two.
5: When you named it, I was like, what the fuck is the bomber? <laughs> <laughs> what?
4: Although the most fun, one of the most fun lists I've ever played was called Opening Scene. And <laughs> it was,
2: yes. well, one, was of those, of
4: one of those <laughs> resistance bombers and A-Wing and Poe, <laughs> and it plays the list is so terrible, it plays exactly like the opening scene <laughs> of the movie. And the bomber, like, blows itself up. The A-Wing dies, and then Poe is left trying to clean up afterwards. And it's, yeah. I don't Thematic. Good. It was very thematic. It was awesome fun. <laughs> but the win ratio was, like, in the 20%? Maybe. Oh, rough. <laughs> it just wasn't good. But super fun.
0: Oh.
4: But yeah. Uh, so it'd be interesting i think as well like the changeover in the middle of a pandemic has kind of put a bit of a dampener on their ability to ramp up as quickly as i thought you know that they might but i don't know we'll see hopefully the world is on a better trajectory coming out of all this stuff and we see where we go in the next six
5: months i think the world's just decided to ignore it (laughs) for the most part. Doesn't that seem to be the way the world outside of Australia is kind of approaching it now? They're just like, yeah, fuck it, let's just get on with life.
4: Well, (laughs) I think it depends. So, like, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about world events, but, you know, the US is really starting to get on top of it with their vaccination program. So I think things are going to open up a lot there pretty soon, which is very encouraging.
0: So that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. I... I make a concerted effort not to watch the news.
5: Yeah. Which is probably bad as far as like being a human being goes, but it's good for my mental health.
4: <laughs> yep. Yep. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a fine balance. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. All right. Moving on to the final topic.
3: <gasps> the Masters series.
2: Dun dun dun.
5: Oh yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Very so, exciting. A lot of, lot of chatter out there. People seem to be accepting this very excitedly in the uh, X-Wing Melbourne group and, and beyond.
5: Yep. That's good. That's
3: good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've <laughs> got...
5: Sorry. You, no, you no. Go. I was going to
3: say, over to you, Will.
5: <laughs> yeah. Um. I'll stop making my pink horror right now and pay attention to what <laughs> it. But, um... <laughs> Betrayal. I am mean, even making a different gaming system. Um, X-Wing Mastered Series. All right. So we have our first event, which is up and tickets sales are open, which is the 26th of June at Games Portal in Ringwood. Um, so it is a 40 person max capacity event. Uh, uh, which I think I've, you know, i spruiked all this before so people know the general format. So, but it is, it is live. Uh, I received the first bundle of, um, of swag the other day. Yep. You can hear it. Can you hear that? That is a big ass bo- bag of acrylic tokens that people are going to get for just coming along. Um, and I will start receiving even more of these in the, Coming coming weeks, um, I've pretty much finished the designs for everything besides one or two bits and bobs. Um, so there's going to be acrylic tokens for everybody in a swag bag just for coming along, as well as acrylic tokens for the people who do um, the best for each individual faction. So each faction, the top two players will receive um, unique acrylic tokens for that event um sorry for each event uh, they'll be the same at each event and then the swag bag tokens will be unique to each event so once the event's passed um that'll be it the the only other way you might be able to get your hands on some is through the raffle that we'll be running at each um, event which will have any leftovers any any surplus tokens that i may have um available in limited supply for those who missed the first event or want to add to their existing collection um, so t- the raffle is probably a uh, poignant thing to talk about at the moment because we are going to start selling raffle tickets ahead of time of the event, um, just to basically facilitate the day being a lot smoother to run, so that we're not trying to, you know, people aren't trying to play games and buy tickets, and you know what I mean. So they can buy eh, buy that ahead of time and just collect their tickets on the day, as opposed to piss farting around with PayPal or cash or whatnot. Uh, and the raffle will be actually really like kind of the coolest part of it. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know for me personally, it has me the most excited. Um, so every every event there'll be in the raffle, there'll be vouchers for the store that we're playing at, um which will be determined somewhat by the amount of interest there is in the raffle um but. You know, I'm expecting there'll be a fair bit of interest. There'll also be a set of um uh metallic uh, not metallic, um metal alt art cards that you can only access to the raffle. And the raffle uh each event, all of the cards will be available to pick from. Um and the person who wins the first raffle ticket gets the first pick of of any one of those cards. Um and there'll be two up for grabs each event. So each event, two of them can be can be one. Um, and then it's just a case of whoever, you know what I mean? Players can choose what they would prefer from the raffle prizes. So if they want a, a $50 voucher, they can grab the $50 voucher. If they want a, like a metal full-color Kylo Ren alt-heart metal, uh, metal card, they can grab that first, whatever they value the most to them personally um and then as the series goes on certain cards will be not available um so yeah and Absolutely. and uh,
3: have you guys mentioned the uh format shift um that has happened
5: uh mm-hmm. not on the podcast but we have on yeah. the pack ah, so we've right. moved no, it from- <laughs> no no you're right you're right no it was a good it was a good shout um so we've moved it away from hyperspace uh l- which seems like a good choice at this point in time. (laughs) But the reason that they did that is twofold. First, people were outright asking me to. They were saying, I'm a bit sick of hyperspace. If possible, could we play extended? And my initial reaction to that was, no, we'll play hyperspace because it's a little bit more forgiving as far as for new players. They've got less to deal with. And also... um." There's less potential for the game to become stale in an extended format over over a period of twelve months, anyhow, um, because as, you know, as you know, extended is everything. So it's only points changes and and additions to the game that mix up the meta for for extended. Um, whereas hyperspace is a bit more dynamic. But what event eventually convinced myself uh, and Ben as well of moving it from hyperspace to extended was. This is AMG's first run at, ext- at Hyperspace. And yeah, that's there, there is a There is a small chance that they won't nail it first time, which is reasonable. I don't think any of us nail anything first time most of the time. Um, and we didn't want the series tied to an untested format un- in their hands. So we've kept it. Uh, we've moved it to extended. Love it. Uh, so, yeah. So it means anyone can play with any of their toys. Um, and, and it create,
3: creates an arena for the veterans to, you know, express themselves how they want and, uh, you know, looking at X-Wing as, as an entire system as well, rather than sort of a limited format system, I think is pretty pretty fitting for a year-on-year competition to decide who is top dog in Victoria.
5: Exactly. Yep. Um, and ironically, in in Victoria, it's actually the lesser played system for the most part up until recently, anyhow. So for a lot of us, myself included, um, Extended actually poses some interesting questions for me at the moment for list construction and compositional stuff and all that sort of business. And personally, I'm finding hyperspace a little bit bland. Um, And now that we've just found out that we're going to have four more months of the same hyperspace, I'm kind of pleased that we've moved away from it. Um, And assuming that they do make... like we're making kind of uninformed um, hypotheses, uh,
3: hypotheses? Uh
5: Hypotheses? Hypotheses, (laughs) there we go. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Um, (laughs) Hypotheses, yep, words, I can't can't make my mouth say that, (laughs) Um, about what they're going to do for the next hyperspace season, which could be drastic, it could be very little. We don't know, so we could have a bland few months, then into more blandness, which would be a real shame. Whereas at least with extended, it's as it's as varied as we choose for it to be. Um, yeah. So yeah, so it's 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 really kicking along. So if you're interested in coming along, I would really encourage you encourage you to get um onto the Facebook page. We've got we we have a Facebook page. We've a Facebook event. We've got an Eventbrite um ticketing system. Get on board. Sign up buy a ticket, do all that because the sooner that we have accurate numbers, the sooner we can plan for the link for you to be able to buy um, tickets. Oh, raffle oh tickets. Unreal. so raffle tickets Raffle tickets are going to be $2 each or three for five bucks. So if you're interested in getting on board on the raffle, that will be the pricing structure. There is no limit to how many you can buy. If You decide to buy a book worth of raffle tickets. You can, um, we will probably limit the number of tickets that are able to be sold at an event though in <laughs> just so that people know the odds they're playing with as opposed to it being some open-ended like bottomless pit of tickets for you. someone who can you know drop a whatever um, th- there's a point where it's just not cost effective to buy more tickets <laughs> really? um, so yeah, so it'll it'll be you know x amount of tickets. People will also get tickets for just coming, so everyone gets a ticket for buying just for, the ticket, just for being there and everyone gets a bonus ticket for getting their their lists in on time, which is seven days before the event in so, the correct format we in the correct format on US So that it helps with all the integration with other tools. That's it. And that's on the, that's on the tabletop um, TO website. So seven days beforehand on tabletop TO in the correct format and you just scored yourself a free raffle ticket. So everybody, in theory, starts the day with two tickets. And then if you choose to get involved, you can buy more than that. Um, And the prizes that you can win are pretty, pretty swanky. Um, And I'm in talks with a few other people at the moment to extend that prize pool. But at the moment, it's looking like it will be um, game vouchers. I I mean, store vouchers, really cool alt art cards, acrylic tokens. Looking at maybe getting some dice bags and Ooh. some other, other interesting swag. So Sounds very luxe, man. This is good. Yeah. We'll, mm. put up some, we'll put some pictures up as soon as we've got like schmick, schmick pictures to put up.
4: Facebook.com slash X Wing Masters Series. The
2: one. Now you're saying to enter in your list in the right format. What do you mean by that?
4: XWS.
2: Okay. Yep.
5: Yep. yep. So when you export from Yasby 2.0 launch pay. or launch bay when you when you export you've got a few options and it's the xws um, format and then you should be able to just basically copy and then paste that on tabletop to it'll ask you the format you select xws and it's just a paste and then it comes through nice and clean um, beautiful
4: all right guys I think that brings us to the end yeah.
3: excellent nice to stick my head in and say hi thanks for having me guys yes yeah.
2: always a pleasure guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yes
5: yeah, nice long episode we had heaps to talk about it. it was great fun yep it's been it's been like what two months since our last episode or close oh, to there was literally fun. an event on every few days for like a month yeah yeah and I'm most really of us thicker. were at
4: it <laughs> 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 a wednesday nighter and then, uh, and then a, a sunday hoop.
5: energy yeah it was crazy
4: all good perfect talk soon talk to you next time see ya bye see you guys